my goodness, has it been a long time. We've had like three reboots in our... (laughs) Serious in our history of podcasts. Oh my goodness, it feels good to be back recording. Yes. Welcome, one and all, our nerdy little friends out there in Nerdland. Uh, this is the Know Nothing Nerds podcast. I am one half of this uh, dynamic duo. Uh, I am Twitch, as always, joined by my very awesome iPhone experts, uh, <laughs> iPhone 11 Pro Max. <laughs> fuckery you know loving what's funny? phone you were co-host luke what's funny is you were you were trying to make fun of the iphone's new the new iphone's name yeah yeah, yeah. but you actually said the name first oh did i it is it is actually <laughs> called the the bigger one is actually called the iphone 11 pro max interesting which is iphone 11 pro max seven syllables yeah how how long how long do you suppose until Apple starts matching the number of phone with the syllables of the name of it? So would you know it be... what I mean? So like if the if the name for the iPhone 11 had 11 syllables. Uh-huh. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, you know gotcha, I mean? gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Because that just seems to be the direction that yeah, they're yeah, going. Yeah. They suck at naming things. That's really what we're gathering from here. Well, <laughs> I don't think it's much worse than some other things. So That's fair. Like... But still, it's bad. But anyway, yes, I'm here. You are here. Hello. You are here. I'm here. And today we're recording on the day that iPhone just announced their new, yeah, uh, like literally new, thirty minutes new ago. setups of stuff uh, that's coming out. Um, that's in my realm of thing because um, I, I I work there. Yeah. So I I like to be in the know. I've always kind of liked to be in the know about those uh iphone a lot i i don't know like e3 stuff like that i've always kind of gotten behind i like yeah. i like the hype i like the hype you train. like the i'm the, a fanboy yeah so i mean like when i go when i get into uh a, like a technology a game anything like that i kind of go all in for it um so i'm all in on apple stuff right now and so do you uh do you pretty much like schedule out your time to like be able to watch that those things live if you can I try to. Yeah. I mean like I was I was originally supposed to be at work right now, but I am conveniently not there. Gotcha. Um so that I can watch it. Although I'm almost positive that everyone at work today is, is watching, watching it right yeah. now. So yeah. um it's kind of that balance, but I've never like I've never rearranged my schedule so I can't. Now a few years ago like before more than a few years ago before I was like working or doing school or anything like that. Um, during E3, I had a group of like four people who uh-huh. we would all like plan that week out yeah, so that we could watch every single announcement. Um, so would you go to one of those events live? I would totally go to one of those. Events really? Live. I would love to do which that. one would you go? So you got like, you got D 23, which is the Disney I don't one. give a fuck about that. You got E three, which is the big electronics yeah. gaming one. Yeah. And then you got Apple and then you got like Adobe does another big one, right? Adobe is a big one. Yeah. Uh, who would you like, which one would you like really want to get? Honestly, to like to? right now in the current state of things, um, I would prefer E3 over Apple. Okay. Although, like, two, maybe four years ago, I would have said Apple over E3. Like, Apple right now is just hitting these stints where, like, their products aren't all that revolutionary anymore. Yeah. And that's, like, their own fault because they've been pushing the bill for so long that now they've, like, hit their own ceiling. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's just taking them some time. Like, there are a million reasons why Johnny Ives is one of the biggest ones of why, like, 
they haven't quite moved on from their like previous models and why most of these phones like look the same nowadays. Yeah. Um, and we were just saying the same thing. Like, so they announced a new watch today too, Apple watch series five. And it looks just like the series four, like exact, like it's a carbon copy of the series four. Well, there's just some other options like with materials that they were made with. Yeah. Um, but it's like, well, here's a question I have. How different can they look from the other ones? Like previously, like, there's a certain projection uh, trajectory yeah. that phones have been going on, like right. And, they've and all we're been there. coming either slimmer and slightly bigger, like, right. And now we're there. We've reached the pinnacle. So of, you're like, complaining full about full screen phones? Yeah, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that like there, there's not a whole lot of room for like revolutionary design cha- game changers now left, yeah. which is why. I wouldn't be like a hundred percent sold on going to one of those events live. Cause it's like, you but know isn't I mean? it supposed to be more about what's the in, what's the interior of yes, the phone? But again, those are also hitting the... a ceiling too, where it's like the, this a 13 chip that's in the new uh-huh. iPhone is basically the a 12 chip. That was last year's iPhone. It's like just a little bit faster and it helps work with the three camera design, which I think looks ugly as hell. Uh, doesn't it look like a Wally? Or like, Dude, uh, doesn't it remind you of something that you would see in Wally? Yeah, like those the yeah, three yeah, little yeah. things. They're yeah. huge. They look like eyes, little alien eyes. Something in Star Wars. Yeah, that's what that. That's what that makes me think of. They just look like tiny little speakers to me. Or tiny little speakers. Yeah. See, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, is each one of those cameras supposed to be a different type of lens style? Like how you used to have to get the. Uh, 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 adapters so like you go wide angle uh-huh. fish eye right. and now you have the wide angle it just on the phone gotcha. which is cool which is very cool and the the qualities of the the videos and the f- cameras that are coming out they're they're amazing yeah um would you say that it's a big step ahead because i usually don't buy a new iphone until it's like two generations sure, down the sure, line. Sure. Is it a big, like, would this be a big enough step between the eight and the 11? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. The eight and the 11 are, are, are two different worlds apart. Gotcha. I, I thought you were going to say, between, like the difference between the eight and the 10 isn't much. Uh huh. Other than like what the phone looks like, yeah. like visually the eight and the 10 are worlds apart. But like processing power and camera and stuff like that, not all that dissimilar. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, even even as far as like the camera, where they both have the same features like portrait mode and stuff like that, yeah. uh, which was introduced when the iPhone 10 came out, but it was able to be run on the iPhone 8, so they put it on the iPhone 8. Gotcha. Um, but the difference between the 8 and the 11 now looks substantial as hell because yeah. of those cameras, because of the two cameras. Yeah. And then on the Pro, the 11 Pro. I just, I'm just going to call it the Pro. Yeah. The iPhone Pro. I'm calling it that. Um, that has three cameras. That looks really cool. That looks sweet. But. Yeah. So I might end up getting getting the 11 then when it comes out. I honestly... If I, my phone shits a brick when they do the new update. I don't know if I will... Uh, I don't know if I will upgrade. And I'll tell you why. Why? Because the watch with cellular uh-huh. has almost, almost replaced my phone. So you okay okay the so okay so when my uh, my girlfriend was in town this week yeah so we we the, a little bit of a, a preamble to what we're going to be discussing today um, we are going to uh, at the end of the episode the big big topic today 
is it chapter yes. two. We yes. saw that last week, opening night, actually technically pre-opening night, pre-opening night. Um, yeah, we, were, we were there early. So, uh, but we went to go see it at the Alamo and we were there. Delise dropped her phone, not once, but twice in the movie theater. Oh, and yeah. when we got back to the house, uh, she was looking around for her phone and couldn't <laughs> find it at all. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll call it. And I tried calling it. Yeah. And her her watch went off. Right. And I was like, okay, so that means your phone's got to be in the area. I was so confused by that because I thought, like, your phone and your, right. your watch right. were connected via Bluetooth yeah. only. Yeah. So you have two options with the watch. Yeah. One of them is to connect it via Bluetooth. Okay. That saves you about 100 bucks because the watch with the cellular capabilities is nutty expensive. It's yeah. hundred dollars more than any. So, like, take any watch that you want to get, uh-huh. spec it out, and then add a hundred dollars, and that's how you get the cellular capabilities okay. on there. That is the one where it lets you. It's 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 totally its own entity from yeah. your phone. It still has the same number and everything like that. They just can talk with each other from long distance. Gotcha. Does it does it count as another phone line then? Yes. So you're, yeah. so you're, you're I'm paying, paying ten dollars a month. Well, I'm I'm paying five dollars a month for my, uh, for my watch. Gotcha. Just gotcha. Cellular capability. Um, so that's something to consider for gotcha. sure. Because you're paying so much more in the long run for it. Yeah. But for me, like I've I've always wanted to cut back my my phone mm-hmm. usage. Cause like even though I don't do the social media thing, I'm still on my phone quite a bit. Yes. And this has helped me do that. I now because of screen time, that's what I'm going to right now on my phone to check that. I average an hour a day on my phone now. Gotcha. Whereas like beforehand, I probably, Oh shit. Okay. Um, I'm going to check this really quick and I don't know if I can say this on the podcast, so we'll decide afterwards if I can, but I just got my schedule updated for the 19th, the day before the iPhone launch. Uh huh. And I just want to see what my hours are. Here we go. Thursday, the 19th. Oh my God. You work in a hell shift? I go in at 9 p.m. Uh huh. I work from 9 until 6 in the morning. How is that legal? My, my break, my meal break, my, my lunch, which is literally what, what it says in my phone app. My lunch is from 12.30 in the morning to 1.30. So wait, wait, what time do you go in? It's, it's technically, it's a nine-hour shift, but because oh. of that one-hour break. Gotcha, gotcha. A, oh, uh, I thought you meant you went in at 9 a.m. on the 19th and no. you got off at 6 a.m. No, no, no. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. No, okay. go in yeah. at 9 p.m., get out at 6 a.m. Gotcha. So I, so we're I'll, I'm working with like a team of ten other people to. Like ah, that's the, nothing, dude. Wait till you get to fucking Black Friday, man. Like then, Black Friday's not gonna be. We don't do anything for Black Friday. Wait, you don't? No. Nope. Store's not open on Black Friday. Oh well, we'll be open. I'm sure. Maybe I don't know. I just know like there's no discounts. We don't do anything like that. Oh, you still get probably get a hell of a push of people there. Oh, I'm sure. Because like when I was working at Best Buy, like average shift length was 13 hours. Holy shit. With a one-hour really? lunch break. Yeah. you'd go Average for, Black Friday shift or average? Average Black Friday shift. That's crazy. You'd go I, in at, like, early ass in the morning if you work in the morning shift. Right. you go in between, like, I think it was uh, 2 and 3 in the morning. Holy shit. And then you'd work technically until 4 o'clock that afternoon. What I do like about working retail now, mm-hmm. nowadays, is that um, that whole hype is not 
quite what it used to be. The Black Friday stuff? Like, a billion people still go, but yeah. it used to be a zillion people. Well, it's true. You know it's I mean? true. Because now you have the online Advent shit. Advent of and online like and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, Cyber, you have, you have Monday. Cyber Monday. That and Cyber Mondays week. went all the way to and, Black Friday. And also, like, now there's that mindset of, like, why would I go to this thing when every fucking everyone else is going to go? Yeah, and exactly. In reality, are you saving that much money in the long run? You know what I mean? Is it is is the cost yeah. worth the inconvenience? Oh no, and it's, it almost never is. I I've never been that way. I have always right. hated Black Friday shopping. Right. I've only done it like once or twice. Yeah. And usually the only time I do Black Friday shopping is because I worked that day. Right. So yeah, I yeah. go in before so just, my shift. Yeah. Like, and I wouldn't give a shit about any of the deals because I'm not like going in there to spend like five hundred dollars. I'm like. Oh, they got a couple of DVDs on right. super, super cheap. So right. nobody's going to fucking grab those. Yeah. So might yeah. as well. Yeah. So that would be the only Black Friday shopping. Like that kind I of really shopping did, that you do. So. Yeah. But I, um, I don't know if I'm going to keep any of that in there, but if I do, there's your, yeah. <laughs> there's your Black Friday <laughs> spiel a few months ahead of time. So like, yeah, I, I usually, I, depending on the price and how much I can get for my phone trade in and stuff like right. that. I may get the 11 Pro Max. The only reason I would get the Pro Max is because it's the one that's the highest power, which means that it's going to last the absolute longest. Totally. Because I usually, because I got the 8 when it came out. I think it was like six months after the 8 came out. Okay, so you waited. So I waited a little bit because I know that there's always bugs that happen. So I I waited a little bit, picked it up, and I, I... haven't had an issue yet but like before this i've had previous phones like when the first iphone i think i had was either the four the four s or something like that whatever it was and i waited until the iphone 6 plus came out to upgrade to upgrade and the only reason literally the only reason why i upgraded was because with all the new software updates, it bricked my phone essentially. Yeah, right. Which all which happens to every exactly like generation of phone. So like, like I'll probably wait till the on until like the eleven Pro yeah, Max yeah. comes out, yeah. and I'm forced to finally update. Right. And then my phone's just sitting there like, yeah, like squeaking through. Yeah. And then I'll be like, okay, fine, fuck it. I guess right. I gotta now go I will. get one. Yeah. So because yeah, yeah. I just I I like I don't want to spend money on stuff if I don't need to. I don't need to get the newest and greatest thing right away and stuff like that. Right. Like I like to use things until like they're literally falling apart. Like my oxygen carrying bag is uh it's got one strap that's busted, but I was able to tie it off to where I still have two straps and it's it's shredding itself on the top, it's shredding itself on the bottom. Yes. At one point the oxygen tank's gonna just drop out of the bottom, but like I'll do it until it fucking deal does it. Until that, yeah, you'll deal with it until I then. don't need to waste the time or the money. See, I do like having nice, new, shiny things. Yeah. Uh, and I like them to stay nice, new, and shiny. But I I just don't see the need to upgrade. Yeah. You know what I mean? If anything, I might get the iPhone 11 because that's like that. That's a six ninety nine phone. Yeah, yeah. And it's still like nice, new, and shiny. So yeah. I get to, you know, you get that feeling of getting that new thing. Yeah. Without having to spend a thousand dollars. Yeah. And so that's like kind of the drop. And that's where me. I'm a little bit like right because because it's, it's not the same as like what you used to be able to do with phone carriers back in the day and stuff like that. Right. To where you'd get the phone for quote unquote free. You right. don't necessarily do a payment, but yeah. as long as you do a contract with them, they give you a phone or a discounted rate. You have stuff two years and then you like, upgrade. Yeah. Nowadays you do pay monthly. Yeah. You have those monthly options, 
But like on a thousand dollar phone, that's still like forty bucks a month. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. So it's it's not necessarily cheap. No, um, by any means. And then on top of that, I am most definitely launch day getting the watch. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like, do I want to? You gonna trade in your old own watch? Yeah, for it? yeah, oh, you okay. get to do that. So it's at like, least... damn it, I was buy your freaking watch. Oh, do you want to do that? Possibly. See, we could chat about that. Technically, I stole you for the laptop, which I should have. <laughs> They'll pay that off. So, uh, anyways, um, so yeah, I, 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 I don't follow along enough, well enough along with new technologies yeah. that are coming out. Like, it, part of it's just like it's. I've been so, I, I was raised so analog for right. so long that I'm just like I, I don't understand what CPU. Sure. Well, I do understand what CPU is and stuff like that, and some of the the capabilities of certain chips and stuff like that. I understand what they are, but like I couldn't tell you like why they do what they do yeah, or like and I what's mean, like, the importance of like yeah, having them in there having and stuff. Like the A13 yeah, chip yeah, yeah, in the yeah. phone. But like to be quite honest with you, it's on a day-to-day basis, no one notices those changes. No. Like for the last 3 or 4 years now when people upgrade a phone, they're like this is just as fast as the last yeah. one. You know what I mean? And there are like those different features like I'm sure if you were to upgrade whenever you do upgrade, mm-hmm. like Face ID will be jarring for you. Oh yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah, 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 like yeah. no home button, that would be yeah, jarring yeah. for you. Oh, but yeah. you're not going to be like wow, this phone is lightning quick and it lasts yeah. so much longer. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll be you know I'll mean? be so confused like when I transfer because I've been using this style of iPhone yeah. like even the 4S is similar enough right. to the 8 yeah. in many ways that it's not too jarring. Now, if you were to give me a fucking Android, I'd be like, I've Right. That's that's a little that's too so much. so foreign yeah. to me and yeah. stuff like that. <clears throat> so I guarantee if if and when I do get the 11, I'll be like this I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, right. I I unlock it with my face. With my like, face now. How does that what, work? What does that work? Yeah. How do I turn it on? Oh, right. you just like shake it or yeah. whatever. Yeah, or yeah. Tilt it and it turns on. I'm just like, okay. But I'll be constantly trying to push the trying home to push button. The home button. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's a little bit of a learning curve, yeah. but but you get there. I just I, I always like I think I'm I like more the hype culture behind it than the actual thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I, I love talking about it. I love uh-huh. overanalyzing things. I commenting love on it. Commenting on it, hearing about it, all that sort of stuff. But then I get it in my hands, and for the first, like, 20 minutes, I'm like, sweet. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know when what I, mean? I came down, you were watching the uh, launch, yeah. the, the la- or pre-launch. Yeah. And uh, you were watching it with one of your coworkers. Yeah. And you are just totally doing uh, a Mystery Science Theater 3000. It just, like, totally, like joking like oh making yeah live commentary yeah. jokes about it yeah while you're that's, that's it. what we do and we also we also like to like tear it apart like yeah, like yeah. what i was t- telling you we just call everyone like whatever the product is bitch yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. A, you have watch bitch and phone bitch yeah and yeah all those things <laughs> but then yeah like we tear it apart we're like that looks fucking ugly and why yeah. does it cost that much money and stuff like and why are you clapping about that and why yeah. don't you clap about this audience the worst <laughs> audience in the world um yeah i i, I i'm excited for it yeah. Um, other than that, there was there was a new iPad announced, um, the new watch, Apple TV Plus looks pretty cool. Now here's why the, the I say new it looks subscription cool. service. Yep. Yeah. So it's four ninety nine. Yeah. For the entire family. Uh huh. So like if we got one subscription, we could both use. It, okay. Which gotcha. Is cool. Gotcha. Um, and there's a Jason Momoa series called C that's coming okay. out. Okay. And they they did the trailer for it. Uh, just today mm-hmm. it's like super expository trailer where like it's like the 
classic like it shows all the shots and there's like this girl just telling you what happened yeah um it's super interesting i guess it's like in the near future in the super far future i suppose uh everyone's lost their sight and it's like uh it's like a kind of a future medieval show so everyone's like fighting with swords and shit and they're all in the forest but then so everybody's blind in it. everyone's blind so is it one of those scenarios of uh if ever uh, in a land of everyone is blind, the one-eyed man is king. Not really. So I, that's not really how I see it. Okay. But here's the thing: Momoa has children who can see. Oh, so they're they're going to be the kings and queens. There you go. Boom. So I don't. So, but then there's like the other tribe that's like we gotta we gotta get them kids. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. How do I reach these kids? Are they know? Russian? No, <laughs> that's not. Have you seen? Uh, shit! What movie is that called? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. How do I reach these keeds? Uh, stand a- and Deliver, dude. No, I didn't You haven't see seen that. Stand no. and Deliver? No. All right, next week on the podcast, we're chatting about <laughs> one of the new movies that just came out, Stand and Deliver, 1983 classic. Big, 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 big classic movie. Is it a kids movie? Kids action 80s No, movie? no, no. It's like oh, a okay. coming-of-age movie about a bunch of like uh, kids who are in uh, – I haven't seen the movie in forever. It's like a boarding school and they all kind of give up and this teacher comes in and he wants them to succeed. And the whole movie is about like them leading up to their exams. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a good movie. It's a very good movie. Gotcha. There, I'm, there are a lot of quotes for that movie that I'm sure you know, but that you just didn't know didn't came know. from that movie. Okay. Um, but anyway, so Apple TV plus they have like the newsroom one with Steve Carell. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Reese yeah, Witherspoon yeah. and what's her face from friends. Um, they have they've got a few other ones. The space one doesn't look very no. good. It looks very uh, low budget, super low budget. Yeah, although Apple put like a billion dollars into the streaming service, they did have to split that up against like nineteen shows. Yeah, but they're all pilot shows. Yeah, so I'm I'm a little concerned about that just because of how much money they dumped into it, and then the return probably it's just inconvenient time. If this if if Apple TV Plus came out last year uh-huh i think they would be doing much better yeah than maybe what they will be doing here but there's a really cool thing that they did today if you buy i don't know what they, this is what they said so yeah. i don't know like the rules of this uh-huh they said if you buy one of the new iphones or an ipad don't know between what dates don't know how long the promotion will be you get one year free Okay, gotcha. So gotcha. that's pretty cool, I think. Yeah. A whole year. Like, I get a month, I get a six month, but a year is pretty cool. Yeah. A year for free. So I will definitely watch those things um, just because. Yeah. But, uh, and then I think 49 in subscription isn't that bad. It's in not a, bad. In a world of 9.99 and 14.99, yeah, yeah. I think 4.99 is pretty good. I, I got to go through a laser knife and start cutting out stuff that, like. I already did. I, I'm starting to drop stuff off. I'm After dropping I've, Hulu. Um, you're dropping Hulu. I'm probably going to drop Hulu, too. Even though it's got one show on there that like I absolutely adore, so Bob's Burgers. Nope, Letter Kenny. Letter Ke- fuck that show. Wait, you <laughs> fuck you, man. You texted I, I me. One you episode, texted me. You watched one, episode, one episode and you laughed and your I, ass I, off. I was, I was, la- I was laughing. Which episode uh, was it? Do you remember? Oh God. Um, what's weird is like I can't even really tell you what happened because nothing really happened. No, nothing really happened. It, it was show. just one of those. Sh- um, that that chick who's always wearing nothing. Katie? I had like a boyfriend. 
and uh, or like someone came to pick her up or something and yeah. he like grabbed her ass and she like flipped out on him oh um, man i i can't remember i that happened so many times and and then the main character guy was like dishing out insults with him and the other guy yeah i don't know <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much letter Kenny. A, a plus description Kenny. of that episode, I know. But I know I, that anyway. sounds very awful, but that just is kind of letter Kenny. That's like a, a lot of episodes in letter Kenny, and I know that just makes it sound like, oh, it's the same shit over and over again. It's like, it's like Seinfeld. No, but it's yes. It's like Seinfeld. Yes. about nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm okay with that, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm starting to clear them out, though. I think after I finish Righteous Gemstones, I might get rid of HBO. Although I do, yeah. do want to see uh his dark materials i just don't know if i want to see it bad enough to pay 14.99 a month for it i want to see that and i want to see the watchman and i still want but i mean what we should just do dude is have one of us pay yeah yeah you know what i mean one of us play for the netflix because pretty soon it's gonna be such a fucking nightmare with disney yep all the other things everything's everyone's doing a different i do want to see picard i'm just not gonna pay for it I'm not gonna. I, I have zero interest in seeing anything on the CBS All Access. Right. So it's like I'm not gonna. I got for it for that free, and there was it. nothing good on there. Like all the shows that they did right. have on there were like old CBS shows, and I'm like, man, I can see Don't them care. for free any yeah. on other yeah. things and stuff. But yeah, it's it's getting crazy. Um, I and here's the other problem too is that majority of them like they're not profitable. So no. there's a chance that some of them are gonna go under or get bought out by other companies like Amazon or something. I would, um, I'd love to see this whole like stream apocalypse that's coming yeah. totally flop. And then, but like, if it doesn't, do you think they're going to do like bundles? Possibly. That's a nightmare. Possibly. That's a nightmare where you pay like 20 bucks a month and you get your Netflix, your HBO and your Hulu, or yeah. you pay fourteen ninety nine and you get, you know what I well, mean? Well, and it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to like, th- this is uh, th- what I'm seeing is a natural progression of, new technologies as far as like entertainment media is concerned because what it was is back in the day you got your antenna and you <clears throat> on your tv and you had three channels right is when like tv first started and stuff yeah. and then it started to build up and antennas got it were able to get you know five channels and then 10 channels and 13 channels and then they had the advent of cable tv right. and then that and was like a- you, they were able to, the cable companies were able to group together some of these channels. So now you have a hundred channels. So you have a hundred channels and down the line. So right. like we were in a point in time where you're paying like 60 or like basic package was like 40 bucks for basic yeah. cable plus a few, uh, like few specialties and stuff right. like that. And it was 60 bucks. If you wanted to add in like Showtime, HBO, Skinamax, right. all but the now, others. Like, but n- now in the cable market, you got like sports, sports news. news, and like each cable company has different channels attached yeah. to them and stuff. And everybody's hated that because they're like, "Can't I just do uh, piecemeal? Can't I just choose the yeah. channels that I want I and customize the package? Give me what I want." And then the advent of internet gave that potential ability yeah. to where people could do all the cart. But piecemeal. now it's reverting. But then now it's reverting back to the to cable. To cable style. Which is where I think sixty bucks a it's month. Gonna be okay in in some sense. Um, it is especially but if it's like because you could consider Hulu as um already kind of doing that because they've partnered with cable uh uh, per, or not cable providers, but uh, networks and stuff like that, right? And channels 
to fold that into so you get Archer and all so those, you get like, the, all the FX shows. You get a, most of the Fox shows. Yeah, ABC. Although that's going to go away once right, Disney once Plus comes out. Yeah, um, I guarantee it's going to go away. Um, but you got all those channels on Hulu and sure. stuff. But then you got the outliers, which you got Netflix. You got Amazon. They're all doing their own thing. You got but here's, Showtime. Here's where my biggest problem with it comes is like this guilt that I'm not using what I'm paying for. Correct. So like I still have my Crunchyroll subscription. Yeah. But I haven't watched a single anime since Attack on Titan ended. Yeah. And it's like I should probably just cancel that subscription. Yeah. And then I, I feel the same way with Netflix where it's like I haven't watched Netflix in like three weeks. Yeah. But so if I don't watch Netflix – in this week at all, right? Or uh-huh. I, get, I will have had four weeks, one month, where, where I did you just not watch it, where I just wasted fourteen bucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like how that? How is that supposed to make me feel good? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm wasting money, but there's so much TV that I want to watch yes. on Netflix, and that's that's where this they is get like, you. like ruthless cycle. That's where they get you because they're like always keep adding. It on. I'm new like, well, eventually content. I'll finish that show yep. called You, which I love. Yeah. Eventually I'll, fin- I'll eventually I'll go back and watch uh, Mine Hunter season two. Eventually, 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 I'll get to all yep. these things. Um, but it's like, fucking, when's eventually going to come? And yeah. how many times am I going to spend, you know, 14 bucks yep. a month just to do nothing? Yep. The last full series I think I watched on Netflix was um, Stranger Things. Yeah. Which came out a little while ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know a little I mean? while ago. Like, that's the last time I sat down and watched a full series on Netflix. Yeah. Other than that, it's been like an episode here and there of something. Yep. Uh, HBO. Well, I guess I'm watching uh, Righteous Gemstones, but that's like a it's a 40 minute yep. show once a week that I watch. Yeah. And here's the other thing too that I have a problem with is that this is the same thing that happened with music in the mid aughts, um, with the advent of uh, DIY artists and stuff becoming more accessible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, you had websites like Pure Volume, MySpace, even yeah, um, and other ones that basically aggregated a shit ton of like these up and coming artists and stuff. But because there were so many of them, the market was flooded. So right. you're just like trying to like work your way through the noise and the garbage to get to the good stuff. And it, right. Netflix, Amazon, and even Hulu now like are feeling like you got to wade through. Well. Hulu more than anything, they got a shit ton of garbage on there. But like, yeah, but I mean, Netflix is getting there too. Netflix has got a bunch of garbage through shit. Yeah, and they they've a lot of the new arrivals that they get is all stuff from Bollywood and stuff. Right. And the reason why, and I'm not shitting on Bollywood, like it's just not my cup of tea. Sure. I like the music. I love Bollywood right. music. Bollywood music is great. But as far as like their shows and stuff, I'm not, not a huge fan. Like, right. Uh, right. Uh, but it's cheap for them to get the license for those. Yeah. Um, and, and there are a ton of people so they can, in India who yeah. are going to watch yeah. that. So they get, they get, they can always advertise like we're the biggest, uh, they can say that they're one of the biggest, uh, uh, aggregators of, you know, new content and stuff like that. But because they're buying a shit ton of cheap, Right. licenses like eastern licenses yeah it's, yeah it's an easy thing to do so and you have like so many subscriptions coming yep. in from there and it's hard to find the new stuff that you really want right. to see right like, exactly i think i think disney is going to take over for sure if anybody's going to make a big profit if anybody's going to hit it big it's going to probably be disney um or amazon although amazon amazon's got a safety net 
attached to them like if shit goes wrong and stuff have, like that it's kind of like the apple tv plus where it's yeah. like if 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 apple tv plus goes belly up whatever yeah you know yeah. what i mean that's fine but disney is because they've always been a media giant stuff like they're that they're going to be successful they're going to be successful because like first off you got all their classic properties that right. are going to be they going up they could not have even released new shows yeah said hey well, I, it was a four ninety nine. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Or is it eight ninety nine? Uh, it's between four ninety nine and ten dollars. Yeah, that. something like that. Whatever. You say six bucks a month. You can see any of our properties that yep. we've put out: movies, TV shows, whatever. Yep. That alone would have been a huge success. Yes. Yep. But then they just have to say, "Oh, oh, by the way, there's going to be a Star Wars show that's coming out, and, yeah. and not only a Star Wars show, but Star Wars shows that are yep. going to come out." All the Star Wars movies are going to go there. Yep. There's going to be a whole bunch of Marvel shows that are going to come yep. out. There's going to be a whole bunch of other shit that's going to come out on here that's all new, and they own, like, every TV company yeah. in the world, yeah. and all their shows are going to be on. Yep. So, like, yeah, it's, it's going to be insane. Yeah, and it's it's for, like, people that are invested in the MCU. Yeah. They're going to get that subscription get that. just for those right. six shows that are going to be on And, I mean, the movies, Disney. too. Plus, you kidding? Yeah. I'd pay for that just to see Endgame again. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I loved Endgame that much. That's gonna be. I'd pay for that just to have all the Star Wars there in one yeah. place for me. So hell yeah, I'm paying for that. That's gonna be the one thing that's gonna be interesting to see how they do it though, because if obviously all the stuff that is currently out currently on streaming on go DVD there. is gonna Excuse go on me. there, but what are they gonna do when the the new stuff that's supposed to be coming out in theaters like? Is there going to be a period where it's only Blu-ray DVD sales and then they drop it on the streaming service or once it's out of theater, it goes straight to streaming? Typically, like, I get I get why you're asking that, but I think typically it's just a streaming thing. You think of, like, all the movies that go streaming to Amazon after they come out of DVD. Yeah. And I get that it's different because of property and licensing. Yeah. Well, it's also different because, well... It's not too different because, like, anything that is on uh, Amazon that is put out by Amazon Studios, yeah. once it gets out of the theater run, it goes straight to Amazon Prime for streaming. Right, right. But with Disney, it's different because they've they've definitely uh, made a huge profit on uh, digital DVD, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Blu-ray sales. After a film but is digital, out of theaters. digital Blu-ray DVD sales are going down. They are. And they're going to continue to go down. They will, but they're still a pretty, yeah. pretty big portion of the market. I've thought, I've considered once or twice before, like, how I bought Avatar The Last Airbender just mm-hmm. flat out. Yeah. I was thinking of just doing that with, like, Game of Thrones and some other of those ones. Yeah. And just so that I wouldn't have to pay for those streaming services. Yeah. Because those are the things that I wanted to see. Like... So why 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 did you buy Avatar: The Last Airbender? I thought you hated it. Not even gonna acknowledge it. I'm just gonna go with the dead air. <laughs> I'm keeping all that dead air in too. That's I bet that's a long enough pause that if you're listening to this podcast driving, uh, you probably picked up your phone and was like, "Did did it pause?" Did I run out of service? <laughs> there was a moment there where someone thought that their phone died. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? 
or there was a phone call coming in. Or there's, yeah. Or you know what I might do? I might uh, put in posts like a cricket. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to show your displeasure. Just to like, show. Yeah, yeah. Just to show how unhappy my I was joke. <laughs> But yeah, I get that. I get you know that what I mean? Because yeah, I would. I've considered that as well. Like just being uh, like, why don't we just stock up on the shit that I watch over yeah. and over and over yep. again? And then like you know, I could if if I really like. Uh, his Dark Materials and Watchmen. Great. Watch that series. Cancel subscription. Once the new season comes out, up subscription. Watch series. Cancel subscription. That's what I've done before. That's what I did with Game of Thrones. Like, yeah, and I you could even it, like, you could, right after the season ends. Right. You could you, you could you could start the se- You could start your subscription right after the season ended. Binge watch. Yep. Cancel your subscription. You could have you could just pay fourteen bucks and then watch. The whole series, you know what I mean? But th- at that point, you then think, is it fourteen? Bu- is it like twenty bucks to just buy it? Yeah, that's what. Then I is that worth it? it? You know I usually, I mean? I'm pretty good about like pricing out stuff and like, right? What, what's, what, what am I going to get the most value, value out, out of, of doing yeah. and stuff yeah, like yeah. that? And usually, like, it, depending on the price, if it's like for Game of Thrones, like to buy a season of Game of Thrones digitally and stuff, I think it's like. Now it's probably the price is going to go down, but like when the show was like in its was prime big, and stuff, yeah. like it was like thirty dollars, forty dollars, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not. Keep HBO. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like it's it's more value for me to just. But like, now that you can like it. bundle the whole thing together, and yeah. now that people are quite disappointed in how it yeah. ended, you know what I mean? Um, like I bet you the value of that has gone down because pe- far less people than they anticipated buying mm. the whole series together has gone down. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to watch that show many more times. Oh yeah. Eventually I'll go back. to. I, it. I'm a little fatigued by it right now, yeah. but you know, give me, give me, you know, 12 months and I'll, yeah. I'll watch it again for sure. Um, so it's just kind of deciding that there's just not a lot that I've seen that I'm like, I gotta see that. Yeah. I gotta see that. Yeah. And Netflix, I think is the biggest like proprietor of that or the biggest offender of that. Yeah. Of like me being a little lackluster about content that they have coming out. Yeah. So, so speaking of stuff that we want to see coming up, yes. um, few movies that are coming out that are just like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, Number one on my radar right now um, is uh, Joker, the yeah. new Joaquin Phoenix uh, Joker film based off of the comic book character Batman villain Joker. Mm-hmm. Looks so fucking good. When does that come out? It comes out October. Let me pull it up. Because the early reviews are in. The People the, are fucking digging it. The, they say it is Oscar worthy. Like it's Damn. an Oscar contender, um, which is not too surprising because... Joaquin Phoenix is kills it. A, just pretty much every role he's ever been in. Yeah. Just knocks it out of the park. October 4th. Um, so first week of October. First week um, of October. Okay. It's uh, written and directed by uh, Todd Phillips and uh, produced by Scorsese. No um, kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it, there's so much of it that definitely screams like this is a Scorsese type right. film. Right. Um, it's set in a, uh, it's set in a, it's a period piece almost. Right. Uh, or it is a period piece. Um, it's very similar in, uh, it's got aspects of taxi driver and King of comedy, which are two of Scorsese's films. The look, the stylization of it definitely fits in with the, what Scorsese film would look like and stuff. Um, so I am super, super pumped about it. Now, like there's a lot of questions of whether this is going to fit into the DC universe. 
I don't think it is. I think it could potentially be a new uh, uh, a new like extended bond, uh, launch board yeah. for them um, to go into a different type of universe for it. Maybe right. the villains universe because we do have two. Uh, uh, other villain based movies that are coming out. Suicide Squad reboot. Suicide Squad. It may be a reboot. We're not sure. Uh, That's true. And based on the trailer that we saw during it is like still super. Well, that wasn't Suicide Squad. Oh, that was that was Birds of Prey. The Emancipation of Harley Quinn. So I this is that, I, no. When I saw that, I thought that that's what they were doing with the no. Suicide this is Squad a totally separate from the so Suicide Squad. Two, we're gonna see two yeah. Harley Quinns in 2020. Yeah. So this that may be a situation me. where, like, I really hope that they do um, with the new Harley Quinn movie that's coming out and the Suicide Squad. Yeah. I hope that they just basically say that Suicide Squad movie never fucking happened. I, it's disappear- yeah, it's disappearing please, into the ether. Please. And one of the reasons why I say that is because James Gunn's coming on to direct it. And James Gunn, gotcha. I I have way more faith in James Gunn than the previous director and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and there's so many reasons why the original Suicide Squad film failed. Um, and not just because of the director, not just because of the writing, although those definitely played in a part of it. But with these new movies, I'm hoping that maybe they go in a direction of like what Universal was going to do with their monsters. They yeah. were trying to re reboot the monster franchise and call it Dark Dark Universe or Dark Universal sure, and stuff like sure. that, which was supposed to be um, uh, basically a franchise, new franchise for like the Frankenstein series, the Wolfman, the Mummy, the pr- creature from Black Lagoon, Dracula, all those, pro- all, those. all those classic Universal films uh, or mo- movie monsters. So I'm hoping that maybe they're going to go in a direction of the supervillains and stuff sure. like that, and like have them be kind of like the center story of this part of the DC universe, um, which would be kind of cool because yeah. uh, if we're just kind of looking at it kind of from like a zeitgeist type thing, this feeling as the Joker being the main character who we know historically is the villain. Right. But he's playing the protagonist in this show, in this film and stuff. So it's putting a highlight on the villains, the bad guys and stuff versus the good guys, which the last 10, 15 years, 15 years historically, uh, or actually more like 20 years has been all about the superheroes. Right. And people are like, "Well, fuck them. We don't. We've we've gone into them. We've seen them. Yeah. Let's and see. Now you see. Let's all see the world sorts through the of properties doing the villains. Yeah. Right. You have the boys. You have. Yeah. 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 Right. Yep. So we're gonna see like through the lens of what what does it look like through the lens of the villains and stuff like yeah. that. The boys did that really well. Yeah. I, I really love that show. I know that you had trouble. We're going to chat about it. Cause I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to rewatch before we yeah. talk about it. Before um, we do our episode but it's it. very much so taken from the perspective of the quote unquote villains, the, yeah. the guys that are against the heroes right. and the heroes are the assholes yeah. really, um, which is really cool. I love that, that concept. Um, genius concept, concept uh, as a comic book. Unfortunately, I didn't read the comics um, when they were coming out and stuff. But like that story, just was like, just set off so Brilliant. many like yeah. fireworks in my head. Yeah. Um, but the Joker, I'm hoping, is like this new gateway that we're going to get to for story that yeah. new new area story that we haven't really seen. Yeah. Um, which should be a lot of fun. I also think that like the way it looks, the reviews that I'm hearing about it, that 
this could be, like I said, Oscar worthy and stuff. I'm hoping that it's good enough that it puts it on the map for being up for, obviously I, I, I have little doubt that it's, uh, not going to be up for, um, little doubt that it's not going to be up for best actor. Sure. Cause just walking has been Phoenix, nominated yeah, so yeah. many times. Um, I would like to see it up for either best writing or best picture. Yeah. Best direction and stuff yeah. like that. Um, because I really think that comic book movies do need to deserve, they deserve some of that recognition. I, I think it was a shame that Logan got shafted because that movie was not just a comic book movie. Right. That was a fucking movie. That was a brilliant movie. The yeah. story was so good. Like, yeah. yeah, it did deal with superheroes. There was like some comic booky action type stuff. But there was some fan service type things done. But the story was, was so, so good. fucking good. And it was simple. That's the other thing that <clears throat> I think is going to be great about this Joker movie. Yeah is that the story is going to be simple. Yeah. And I think that if they would have taken more effort with that in the early days with some of the comic book movies, although I get why they did what they did, but if they would have started out a little bit simpler, just just pare down the story a, a little, little bit, bit more, yeah. I think that they you would have, have been, had better... They would have uh, been in business. It would have been in business, and you would have had more people that rally around them. They wouldn't feel as if they're just the same old hum-dum drum thing over and over again. And that's... That's part of the problem that happened with the MCU. Every film just kind of felt like, oh, it's it's just more of the same. More of the same. We got an origin story, big bad that is bigger than the hero and stuff, but they they come conquer it over with. Same thing. Next film, same deal. And it takes the stakes out of that. Exactly, because you know the good guys. You've seen it once. Win. You've seen it a billion times. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, I'm I'm really really excited to see that. I don't yeah. have as much stock obviously in in superheroes as you, so I don't have yep. as much to say on it. Other than the fact that I do, re- I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, what Downton movie? Downton Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited about. I've been waiting for this. I've been wait- I, I they announced it years ago. That yeah, they're gonna do it. Um, and it was, it was basically right after the show ended. Uh, so like the, the, the premise of Downton is very melancholy. It's, it's the show about like the old generation being booted out to make way for the new generation, which is a very topical show during any point of anyone's life. Correct. Because at any point in anyone's life, someone has felt that the younger is predecessing you. Yeah. Um, and there's so many there's so many th- things with that. Like not only is it just, you know, the earl of the house who is being predecessed by his children, mm. but it's also like the house itself. People in that time in the 1920s weren't like thriving off of massive mansions and palaces yeah. anymore. Like that just was kind of becoming a thing of the past. So there's yeah. all this stuff that they were facing and throughout there's death and there's despair and their sadness and all of this stuff and like in every single person's character arc there is something that just never goes right for them yeah and it's like their clutch that they always have wrong and then season six happens and you get to see all these things start to go right for these characters and it just works for downton like it just it's such a happy uplifting sixth season that going into this movie is really exciting to see like these characters in their norm mm. facing with 
not that serious of an issue. Cer- yeah. Certainly not as serious as we've seen. Downton's been through wars and stuff like that. Um, world, the entirety of World War One was the second season of Downton. Um, but so then to just like have a movie about the king and queen coming over for dinner, it's it's cool. Like there's just this low stakes, just dinner with Downton, and I'm so fucking excited for it. So there you have it. And I am not. And Twitch is just. Couldn't I'm gonna go see it. Yes, you are. I'm gonna go see it, and I tried my hardest. Luke and I had a deal yeah. to where, yeah, I would watch at least the first two episodes. Yeah. If I did not fall asleep, yeah. I would watch the rest of the series. Yeah. Well, I I have some uh, news on that front. Yes. Uh, I watched the first two episodes. I did not fall asleep. And but I he wished he continued. Had. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Did I, <laughs> I continued to try and watch more episodes, but just got so angry. Yeah. At it. Yeah. So sure. Sure. upset. Sure. And not because it was bad. The writing is great. Yeah. The, the characters, as far as like the performances are awesome. Uh, there was nothing wrong. Like the cinematography, the setting, everything yeah. was like yeah. spot on. I could tell it's a good show. It's a great show. I cannot stand a single one of those characters <laughs> minus two, save two. Who are your two? Bates and his future wife. Bates and Anna. Those are literally the only two that I can stand okay. behind in that yeah, entire yeah. godforsaken <laughs> show. <laughs> I hate every single one of those people. I know people adore Maggie Smith. I adore Maggie Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's an amazing actress. He doesn't like like the Dowager. I hate her so much. So much. And even uh, Stevens, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Oh, Dan Stevens? Dan Stevens. Yeah, Matthew Crawley. Like, I like him as an actor. I really do. I really, really like him. I hate him. And, like, I had a glimmer of hope with him. I was like, Oh, maybe I can get through this show yeah, with him, yeah. like as my my lens of seeing it. But even he's an asshole. But like the <laughs> reason why, like I think all of her assholes, and like I don't really like movies or television shows that take place during this era. Yeah, in the British culture, like sure. if it's if it's somewhere else in the world, right. if it's in the U.S. Yeah, uh, like the, the right. I remember we chatted about this briefly. Um, about your biggest your big issue with this is that my problem pompous. is they're pompous assholes that think that like. Because they have money, they yeah. are the elites of yeah. this era, and that all the people that are working for them and are under them are lowly but and it's, unimportant. It's, it's such a theme of the show, though. I that. know, and I know that's the fucking point. And you have a I personal gripe with it. Can't get <laughs> past it. All right, so 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 can I? Because we're almost halfway through, and I want to get time yeah, for yeah, yeah. talking about it. Um, I wanted to do this when we first decided we would talk about Downton. Yeah. Um, can I tell you, or do you want to wait until our Downton episode? Or, well, we're not going to do a full da- yeah. episode about Downton. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to subject you to that. <laughs> well, we can. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll do, we'll do like a, a movie-a-thon. Okay, Maybe we'll gotcha. tag in. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, can I tell you some of the shocking moments that yeah, happened yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, sure. the, in the series throughout? So yeah. a little bit of spoiler territory throughout um, this next bit, but I mean, if you haven't seen Downton at all and you have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, go watch it. Cause I love it, but it's, it's not about like these shocking moments as much as it is about the story. Correct. So me telling you this isn't necessarily going to ruin the whole thing for you. Maybe there are some things that are pretty shocking. Um, so season two, 
World War One uh-huh. begins, and a lot of our characters go off to war. Not as many of them die as we think, especially now the characters that you know in the show. So I won't name anyone who does pass. Yeah. Um, Thomas, the uh, the footman at the time. Yeah. Um, he he goes to war because he's he wants to get the fuck out of Downton because he's tired of being treated like a sh- yeah. total piece of shit. Yeah. And he is a total piece of shit, but he's tired of being treated like one. So he goes off to war. Realizes that being at war is a little worse than being a footman at yeah <laughs> at, at a manor. So he uh, one night he's smoking and he puts his hand up over um, there there in the trenches and he puts his hand out of the trenches with the cigarette and he gets shot. Um, so he gets sent back. Oh home. my god, what a pussy, pussy bitch! Right. Um, so at end of season one, end of season two, war ends. Not a ton of shocking stuff happens in that season, but there is a lot of like really cool things that happen yeah um i forgot his name and i'm I'm really bummed about that shit uh uh, i have to google i have to i have to get the cast before i jump into it shooby dooby Ooh, yeah. So does it ever come out in the show that Thomas is gay? Yep. Does he get ostracized from Downton? No, he thinks he is, and then he doesn't. Honestly, like Thomas has a really cool redemptive arc. I heard that. I heard that um, he does, does get redeemed. Yeah, he he's he's pretty great. Um, does his uh, lady, uh, the one that's just as evil as him, get her comeuppance? We'll upcomings, we'll we'll. we'll <laughs> Upcoming. We'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about O'Brien, um, Thomas. What the hell is his name, dude? William. William is off to war. Uh, he and Matthew Crawley get lost, and they get surrounded by a bunch of baddies. Yeah. And a bomb goes off, and William saves Matthew's life. Oh. And he himself becomes a vegetable. But before that happens, uh, he proposes to Daisy. Daisy says yes, uh, just to make him feel better, but she doesn't actually love him. So now she's she, the whole entirety of season two, she's like riddled with this guilt of like, should I just tell him that I don't love him? Because Daisy's in love with Thomas, right? Daisy loves Thomas at the time. Um, and Padmore, Miss Padmore, she's like, you can't tell him that you don't actually love him because if he dies, he's going to die with a broken heart and no one wants to die with a broken heart. Yeah. So, so William dies after that happened thinking that Daisy loved him and like he was at peace with his death because of that. Okay. Just like fucking wrecks Daisy. Big emotional moment. Yeah. 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 Season three, Sybil and Tom Branson, the driver. I don't know if you've met him. Yes. yeah, Yeah. 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 They get married. Okay. So they elope make a big deal out of it because upstairs person can't marry downstairs yeah, person. Yeah. That's just unacceptable. Um, Sybil then dies in uh, labor. Oh, shit. So she labors the child. Everything's fine. Everyone thought that she was going to die during labor, so it's like this huge, huge, huge ten- spike in tension. Yeah, yeah. Then she has the kid, and everyone's fine. Tension just dies. Uh-huh. Everyone goes to sleep. Next morning, she's dead. Gotcha. Crazy. That's yeah. that's probably like the craziest happening of season. Three. So what what happens to the kid though? Like, does the kid? The kid's fine. Well, does the kid uh, grow up 
part of the downstairs or the upstairs? Yeah, so the kid's going to grow up as part of the upstairs because over the next few seasons, uh, Lord Grantham starts to become little buddy-buddy with Tom, who okay. actually like starts to take more responsibility. And like part of his struggle is that he starts to become one of the upstairs people, and the downstairs people start to hate him because he's like, oh, now he's too good for them, yeah. right? Um, so another like kind of one of those themes of upstairs versus downstairs. Um, season four, Matthew Crawley dies. Yep, knew about that in car crash, um, which kind of sucks. But it was right after um, I heard that Mary was, has kids. Well, I heard that that was about uh, contract issues. Why he was yeah, yeah, axed off he, the show. Yeah, right. So they they killed him. But I'm really glad that they did because that added a big yeah. a big. So him much. and Mary got together. He and Mary got married. Okay. He and Mary got married after so long. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, So he gets engaged to this other girl in uh-huh. season three, and she fucking dies, too. Like, literally, she, she, she gets sick, and she, like, gives up fighting because she's like, you love Mary more than I do. Fucking drops Dunzo. dead. Yeah. Dunzo. So then they get married eventually. Uh, Mary and Matthew get married. Um, there's a few other. Uh, like, Thomas falls in love with one of the uh, – with one of the, one of the butlers, and like sneaks into his room and kisses him one night while he's asleep, and he uh-huh. wakes up, and uh, one of the other butlers walks in and sees it, and like this whole like police investigation starts because it's like illegal to be gay. Yeah, 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 yep. All this nonsense. We all, we think Thomas is gonna go away. He doesn't. Whole bunch of shit like that happens. There's a lot of scandal. People get Anna gets raped. Um, oh shit! After she marries Bates. Oh shit! Yeah. Um. The only two characters I like. The only two characters you like. Uh, Bates goes on trial for the murder of the guy who raped her. Uh, And this was after he went to jail in season three for accusation of murdering his own wife, his own ex-wife, not Anna. Um, So he's spending all this time in prison, nearly escapes the death sentence, gets out. Anna gets fucking raped. Then he gets accused of killing the guy. So they're like, we got to hang Bates. It turns out he didn't do it. The guy who raped Anna is like a serial rapist of women in service. Uh, crazy shit like that. So much cool, so much crazy stuff happens. In the end, uh, 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 um, I like how you just equated cool and rape in the same sentence. Mm. <laughs> Once I start tangenting, I sort of just shut off my brain and just keep going. We don't need to dive deeper into that. Can't wait to put this episode up. Uh, headline, take it out of context. Yeah. Right. Ra- Luke thinks rape is cool. <laughs> it's so not true. Um, Edith, the miserable one. Uh-huh. Yeah, She yeah, yeah. continues to be miserable. She gets proposed to by this old guy who everyone thinks is too old for her. Yeah. They are literally walking down the aisle together, and the husband's like, I can't fucking do this. I'm out. Oh, shit. So he pieces, and she's depressed, obviously. She meets another dude who's in charge of this newspaper. She starts writing for the newspaper. They fall in love. Uh, he knocks her up, and then he goes to Germany and gets killed by Nazis. Oh. She has the child before they were technically married. Oh. All sorts of difficult stuff like that happens. Um, th- those are really, like, the biggest things that happen. Gotcha. Um, uh, 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 f- fucking... F- uh, Cora has a miscarriage because of O'Brien. So so Cora is pregnant and she's in the tub uh-huh. and O'Brien puts a soap thing under the tub 
and she gets out of the out of the tub, slips on the soap, has a miscarriage. Oh shit! All O'Brien's fault. Uh, purposely, like purposely, purpose? like she she did that to make her slip. I don't oh. think she I don't think she intended her to have a Jesus. miscarriage. Um, so anyway, uh, O'Brien ends up slipping away in the night, uh, and we never see from her again. Just, there's so much shit like that that yeah. happens that yeah. makes that show like that makes me glued to the show. Yeah, because of things like that. The rape, Anna's rape was tough. That was probably yeah. the hardest thing. For me, because she's watch such a good show. character, she's like the she's sweetheart. like the shining light yeah, in that yeah. entire thing. Never does anything wrong throughout the whole entire show. Yeah, uh, except maybe not telling Bates at first, because like after she gets raped, she does she she does a she she does a, apparently according to like other victims, she does a really good job of like portraying a victim. Yeah, where it's like she blames herself. Yep. She doesn't yep. want to tell yep. Bates because she doesn't want him to be mad at her. Yep. Yep. So like their whole relationship tanks and stuff like that. And yep. They make it through. But uh, at the end of the day, really, the only happy character that gets out of it is Mary because she remarries um, this guy named Henry Talbot. And he's just a sweetheart. Gotcha. Um, he's kind of like a James Bond. They, they like portray him as like this like fucking way too cool dude. Gotcha. Um, and that's 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 kind of how it ends. It gotcha. ends with Mary's wedding. Uh, and, and, uh, so we'll see what happens in the movie. Yeah. I don't think anything too crazy is going to happen. No. Uh, they totally tease us right after like all these characters start fucking dropping like flies. Uh, uh, the Dowager Countess gets sick, like really sick. And everyone was like, are they going to fucking kill Maggie Smith? Yeah. They can't kill Maggie Smith. And they don't. They don't. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, so there's like the, there's like the top. 15 crazy yeah, yeah. shit that happens. Well, I'll at least be able to get, I'll, I'll be able to at least go to it. Now. Right. Now, you, now there's a bunch of stuff that and I'll be able yeah. to get through it. Like, it's not like watching an hour long episode for 60 days. That's true. It's a lot of TV. <laughs> it's a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a four and a half. Hour I movie. really like, I really was like trying my best, man. I bet it you are. Like, I appreciate that. Oh, I really it was just, it just it, got to the point where it was just like, I can't do it no yeah. more. Um, one last thing before we get to the big subject, I have to talk about the fanatic. It doesn't look good. And you're right. <laughs> you're so right. The trailer for it, if you watch the trailer for it, it actually doesn't look awful. It actually right, no. looks like you get a good idea of what the story is. Like, And it, basically what it is, it's this overly fanatic crazed guy who's stalking his all-time favorite actor and stuff Who doesn't like sign his thing. And who doesn't sign his And he goes off the book, rails. And he goes off the rails. So, like, that's the premise of it. It is uh, directed and written by Fred Durst. Okay. The Don't lead know. singer from Limp Bizkit. Okay. Um, I've heard All about the Nookie, you know, yeah, that yeah, yeah. song. Um, and it stars John Travolta. Yeah. And Devin Sawa of Final Destination fame. Um, those movies back gotcha. in the day, actually the first one. Yeah. Um, so the movie opened, I think it was last weekend. It opened in 52 theaters, which is a small, yeah, uh, small, a small opening. Want to gander at what the, uh, opening weekend sales were? $25. No, you're a little <laughs> low on that one. Um, I, I, I honestly don't know. $3,000. An average of $10 a theater. Oh, man. It's like a person <laughs> went to see it. Oh, my 
my god. If you're doing an opening at 52 screens and you've done a decent job of marketing and stuff like that and like I I understand some marketing decisions that yeah. they did for this movie now that it came out and it only did $3,000 and watching oh some reviews God, of it. Oh, God, that's bad. Um, So usually if you're going to open up in 52 screens, like you want to make at least like, let's say like, you know, you want to be able to do over $10,000 that opening weekend on that's one what I night. Think. Yeah. Like, so full weekend, you'd want to get over $30,000. <laughs> like I'm just averaging about ten, like just one screen. Well, actually, no, no, let's do that. Let's do this different. So yeah, $52,000. So I, I did basically 20 people a theater, roughly um, five show times a day. Yeah. For, oh, times three, my bad times three, 156,000. That's what I figured. Yeah. There we go. Um, for three days for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hundred fifty six thousand. They only made three thousand dollars, and they really went grassroots with the marketing. So all the markets that they ended up playing in, John Travolta, Fred Durst, and some other people from the film went and did press junkets in all those areas. They actually toured the film Jesus. essentially to try and, and get one person on average showed up to the theater to each theater. <laughs> or none at all like that that ventures to me right, 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 yeah, is a possibility yeah. Cause, because because you figure most of those people at least two people are going yeah because let's say like that is embarrassing yeah i don't know how to do the math but um but yeah it's it's insane it's terrible it's insane it and 18 18 on rotten, on rotten tomatoes i want to see this movie though now I really do. Like, I watched a video last night, and uh, there's this YouTube guy, Chris Stuckman, and he does uh, YouTube or movie reviews okay. on his channel. Yeah. And he usually does different ones. Like, he does the ones that are coming out currently, and he does the actual review. He does a non-spoiler review and a, a spoiler right. review of the movies. He doesn't necessarily go through and break down the films, but he does, like, do a good review of them. He also has a segment that he, he used to do quite often, but now he only does it sparingly called hilariosity. And he takes these bad movies, movies that are just so awful that they're hilarious. Right. Love or those. like why the, how the fuck right. did this get made right. type deal? And he did one for the fanatic and he went through and showed all the stuff. So I know how it all no, ends right, and everything. Right. It is mind blowing. The decisions that they made on this film, like, First off, John Travolta portrays a guy that obviously has some sort of mental disorder. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's socially awkward. The first long, the first line, the first line is either actually like, you're a fucking terrible writer or this is fucking genius. And it turns out to be you're fucking terrible writer uh, as the movie progresses. This is the first line out of John Travolta's mouth. When the movie starts, my body's ready. He's going into this, uh, into this shop of some sort, like a memorabilia shop. And he's saying hi to a guy. He says, can't stay long. Got to poo. Wow. There you go. That's the first line in the movie, which in my mind is like, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> 
that's one hell of a way to introduce a character. Right. But from what it seems like from the rest it of the movie, it just there. goes downhill. And that's a pretty low hill. Yeah. And they cannot really, like, the way that John Travolta portrays this character, Hunter, is so mind-blowing. He's basically, uh, with the way that Chris Stuckman he said it, is, like, John Travolta went with the first choice for the way that he does a performance. Usually, like, with writing and stuff like that, the first draft is your first idea. Right. And you never stick with the first draft. Right. You never stick with the first yeah. idea. You go through, you're like, you get that base idea out of the way. Then you You kind of get the pieces of it, and then you refine it, and you go through the second, third, yep. fourth, fifth yep. draft, which is like all new ideas. He stuck the with line. the first. He stuck with he the first. He was fine with number one. He was fine with number one. And the way that his performance went, it yeah. felt like he was just like, all right, this is how a person with this type of whatever mental disorder would work and stuff like that. And it really is. If, if somebody with this type of disability, whether it be Asperger's offensive, whether it be mental retardation, whatever, and stuff like that, they would look at it and be like, this is offensive. Right. Oh my God. Does it look offensive to me? Trailer. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that's bad about it is that, you never have a clear idea. Like you don't side with either John Travolta's character Hunter or the uh, character, the the actor that Devin Sawa plays. They're both in the wrong in right. every single juncture. Like when John Travolta goes to the signing to get his memorabilia signed by Devin Sawa's character, he stands in line and he gets up to the line at to the front, and Devin Sawa is pulled away to another thing. So he can't get his stuff signed. So John Travolta tries to go find him to get his stuff signed. And when he does, Devin Savo's character is like overly asshole to him. Like, oh, I ain't going to fucking sign this. Get away from me type thing. He's just a complete asshole. Like, so you're supposed to in that moment, like kind of like side with John Travolta's character. Right. But then later on, John Travolta, like goes and stalks the shit out of Devin Sawa's character. And then he ties him And then up. you're like, okay, maybe I'm not supposed to be on this. And then when you see a rea- interaction between Devin Sawa and John Travolta again, Devin Sawa is just a big as asshole again. So it's just <laughs> like all over going the- back the and fuck forth. Do I side yeah, with exactly. Here? So it's just it, like it looks so bad. Yeah. It looks so good. So I got a feeling that we got our post Thanksgiving turkey this Hell year. Hell yeah! I'm because it, it, it looks so f- unintentionally funny in so yeah. many ways. Yeah, and it's funny because there's another movie that has kind of got a similar uh, uh, plot to it, and it's called One Hour Photo, and it stars Robin Williams. Yes. Have you seen that movie? Yes. So fucking good. Yeah. The way they play that, like. You obviously know that that Robin Williams is in the wrong. He's right. the creepy motherfucker right. and stuff. But you are kind of endeared to him in uh-huh. some ways uh-huh. um, because, you know, he the family that he is obsessed with and stuff like that, they look like a good cookie cutter right. Fam- right. family right. and stuff. And every time you're like, you see him, you're like, oh, this guy's kind of an asshole. Right. But then you find out the father character in the the family is an is asshole, an ass. too. Yeah. And, and you're just like, oh, okay, table right. starts turn. But ultimately, in the end, 
Robin Williams is the asshole. He's the like one, right, he's yeah. the bad one yeah. in the whole yeah. thing and stuff. So, but it's almost like the fanatic tried to like take some of that and just completely fuck it up. It's yeah, so. doesn't look good. Yeah, doesn't look good. At oh, all. we're gonna watch it though. Yes, so. I'm excited for that. All right, now on to the big topic of the day. Yes, we are going to do it again. We did it twice now. We did it twice together, which can only mean that we've been doing this podcast for two years at least. At least two years. And it's wow. been longer than that, which yeah. is crazy. Yep. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, so it's fitting because this is the first horror film that, uh, Luke went and saw in theaters. Yes. Um, so it seems fitting that it would also be the second horror movie. The second that horror I ever movies saw in theaters. theaters. True. Because we didn't go see, uh, 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 Quiet Place together. We, we didn't. Were supposed no, to. no. Um, so we went and saw it this last week, uh, pre-opening nights, um, at the Alamo Draft House. Yeah. Um, I I have my qualms with this film, but like there was some good things in it. Like, yeah. Overall, I'm disappointed with the film, sure. but there was some good things that came sure. out of it. I think it's just a blanket statement from the get go. We're we're not really shying from spoilers right no, now. No, no. Uh, just because like, it's it's gonna be long enough by now. Yeah. Since then, that that will. We're we're fine. Yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're spoiling the movie, and you just kind of have to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, especially in this ranty format, until we yes. get shit together and we get back to our normal stuff. Yeah. Uh, our regular, our, our, what do they say? Our original intended programming or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I fucking loved it. I kind of figured you would say that. Yeah. I really figured we'd be on opposite spectrums. We on usually are with movies like this. Yeah. I think we were about at chapter one too, weren't we? I actually liked it. There were some aspects of it that I didn't quite like, but for overall, I thought it was a pretty good film. Yeah. Like, I would have given it chapter one, probably, B plus. Okay. B plus we'll in my book. We'll talk about our rating for this later. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I get really excited for this, like, super mysterious super cut that I guess is coming out. No, they got a bigger cut of this film. That- no, 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 no. A bigger cut of this film, but, like, they're they're doing a, a It Chapter 1 and 2 super cut. So they- oh, gotcha, gotcha, so, gotcha. So the director says he wants to do, like, an It super cut. Gotcha. Um, that's what I was. That's what I want to see. That I want to sit down with like an yeah. afternoon into yep. the evening and watch that because that's that sounds like it. That that is seems like the ultimate like it. Yeah. Homage to the book yep. and also like the ultimate way to experience that. Yep. And uh, you know, hopefully they end up three way in there. But <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just as a refresher, it uh, it is about a uh, small town in Maine called Derry, Maine where there's this mysterious uh, entity that is terrorizing and killing children. Um, you know, your typical. Typical evil monster type <laughs> deal. Um, and in the original uh, uh, film, the first one, um, it's five friends, six friends, right? Six friends? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, Seven? It, it's, it's, it's four, then five, then six. It's six. Six. Um, six kids who uh, band together to defeat this evil entity who comes mostly in the form of a clown named Pennywise. Yes. Um, and, uh, there is some actual, like legitimately like good jump scares, creepy shit that happens. Yeah. Um, and if you've seen like any other Stephen King type, uh, or if you've seen any other type of like eighties, uh, kid adventure movie and stuff like that, it falls very much into that. Yeah. Vein. I agree. Um, the, that section like dealing with the kids is my favorite aspect of the it franchise with the original TV, uh, movie and with this new one, um, yeah. the kids side of the story is just awesome in my opinion. 
Um, so in the first one, they think that they uh, defeat it, but they made a pact if it ever comes back that they will all get back together in Derry and defeat him yes, once and for once all. Yes, once and for all. So uh, we pick up in uh, It Chapter 2. It has come back. It's killed uh, its first victim in 27 years, um, who asked, happens to be a gay uh, man. Who was being bullied. Because being there's bullied. no justice in this goddamn world. There's no justice. World. Um, uh, I also like to point out that uh, this opening scene was so on the nose with the ending um yeah the ending imagery that i was just like fuck you like that was my first note note of like such an idiot so just to give background this definitely does spoil the ending and stuff um the uh the character that is uh beat up uh and uh thrown off a bridge and then ultimately killed by it is wearing a pink shirt small scrawny uh character whose boyfriend is a little bit taller, uh, more manly dressed. Dare I dare you say, yeah. Um, quote unquote. Uh and it totally mirrors Eddie and uh what's his bucket? Hater's character, Bill Hater's character. Yeah, um, Mike. No M- Mitch? No. Eddie. Eddie and Michelle. Eddie and M- M- oh. I- See, I can only I, I can only think of Mike uh, from Stranger Things. Uh, That's all I can ever think of. My Stranger Things friend, Will, Richie, Richie, Richie. Richie uh, it totally man. mirrors Richie and Eddie yes. because Eddie in the first in the first movie he's always wearing a pink shirt. Like uh-huh. pink shirt was what he was wearing most of the time, and it comes out at the end that Richie is gay, and him and Eddie seem to have some sort of secret relationship mm-hmm. when they were kids. Mm-hmm. Um. So and then, <laughs> so and then Eddie dies. And then Eddie gets fucked up. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, ah, a little too on the nose with that one. Yeah, like, I sure. Should, I knew exactly. Like, and even though, like, in the books and in the TV film, Eddie does die. Right. Um, but I don't think that Stephen King like <laughs> was too on the nose was with that. That on the nose. So, yeah. That's um, fair. But anyways, uh, so it does come back. Um, Mike is the only one that's left in the town. He's the only one that seems to remember all the events that took, took place. Yeah. Um, everybody is off doing their own thing. They seem to be all successful in their own right yeah, I was gonna in say, some way. I was going to say like the benefit of them all leaving Maine was that they're all fucking rich. Yep. now. Jesus. They all got, they all got money. Yeah. Um, so they come back and go through some traumatic stuff and, uh, kind of separate for a little while, but then they all come back together and defeat uh, it yeah. once and for all. Yeah. Um, so that's the basic premise of the story. Really, now, like, the, the the main plot of the story is then them going to find their, like, relics or whatever they're yes. called. Their, yep. their things. Yeah. Um, which I kind of liked. It was a unique twist I on did, horror. I did because it did it did give us more time with the kids, which yep. I still think is the more fascinating the bit of um, the... side of it. Although I do think that all the performances – were, we're so absolutely good. amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Casting, acting, casting, amazing. acting. I the way that they matched the kids to the adults is amazing. Because all the kids and all the adults resemble each other. Like yeah. there's some sort of similarities facially and stuff like that. Right. Where you're like, oh, it does feel like this was them. Like the only outliers I would say is probably Jessica Chastain's character and her counterpart, her kid counterpart, yeah, yeah. and uh 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 Richie. Yeah. Um, 
because Finn, Wolf, what's his bucket? Wolfheart. Wolfheart and Bill Hader don't necessarily look oh, very really? similar. But, but I like, mean, to be fair, yep. you can change. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, all the other ones, like, similarly, facial features. Yeah, it's insane. They're, the wit, the stature and stuff like yeah. that when they're kids versus adults. Yeah, yeah, Eddie is still this short, scrawny guy. Right, right. No, it, they, they, they sound the same. Yep. It's amazing. Yep. It is amazing. Yep. Uh, and, and like James McAvoy, obviously, he 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 could have played fucking. He could have played all of them. Yeah, he he could have played all of them, including what's her bucket, Jessica um, Chastain, Jessica Chastain's character, yeah. and, and done just as well. Yep. Um, he's that good. But yeah, the acting was great. Um, there was my biggest gripe. It was the CGI. So and some of those there was some was really bad. like. Like and they had to do that with the kids too. They had to do uh, the CGI with the kids. I thought was pretty good. There was some spots like uh, one of the shots, close up shots of Finn Wolfhard, whatever his name is. Yeah, his eyes a little, were a little. His eyes and the glasses were a little too big. Yeah, a little, a little bit. <laughs> it's much. like ah, uh, <laughs> okay, but the proportions are a little Let's off. Figure there. shit out. Uh, but. but they had to de-age the kids because a lot of them were older. Like yeah, specifically, and I didn't realize this, and Luke doesn't know, but. Uh, Eddie, the kid that plays Eddie, is the same kid that plays Freddy in Shazam. Yes, I did know and that. And from the his age from it to Shazam is only two years, but fuck, did he grow <laughs> up? <laughs> yeah, right. I think the same thing with Stranger Things. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they also de-aged and de-sound, de-voiced them. Yeah, there was some ADR stuff that was a little. Yeah, like a little but, too I high mean, pitched. With what they had, yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, with where technology's at right now, mm-hmm. do I think those will age well in like twenty years when we can just when like you can make a movie by like just not even casting anyone? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, but I think for for where it is right now, it's pretty yeah. pretty damn good. Yeah, uh, but like I was thinking more of like the lumberjack thing. Oh yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like the last thirty minutes of Pennywise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, like, definitely could see the seams. Definitely a like bit on desaturated that. Pennywise yep. for me at the end of the movie, yep. which may have been the point, but like because like as the kids overcome their fear of Pennywise, so do you, I guess, yeah. is like the only way I can yeah. kind of think of that. Um, I also like how he like deflates and then kind of turns into the shape of a balloon. Yeah, like yeah a deflated yeah. balloon. I thought yep. that was kind of clever, but everything else, I I thought I j- like just out of theater reaction of like how I handled how I was composed in the first it compared to this one. I mm-hmm. think this one was scarier. I would agree with you. I had a, I had an argument with Delise about this. Um, yeah, I told her that like. This one was probably more scarier yeah. than the first one. Yeah, there's better jump scares better in jump the scares. second one because 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 they they learn they the pacing of the jump scares too. Yeah, like I, I think specifically of that scene when they're at the baseball game and that little girl gets fucking straight up took yep. when she's like when he goes one two and then just like. And she goes, you're supposed to say and then yeah, he, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that those like unex, those more unexpected ones like. I, I, I'm very jumpy. Uh, I still typically jump at a very predictable jump scare, but yeah. it's far less than I do at shit like that, yep. where I was like, what the f-? You know yep. what I mean? Um, but yeah, I definitely think this one was scarier than in than chapter one. For sure, for there, sure. The only scene in chapter one that like fucked me up, and I think I explained this in the last one, was the projector scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, big Pennywise just doesn't yeah. vibe with me yeah. very well at all. <laughs> like, I can't, I, can't get, I can't get over big Pennywise. Um, but, yeah, there were just a few scenes in this movie. And I think the sound in this movie was a lot better, too. Yeah. Um, like, there was some, some sound stuff, yep. some clever sound 
that they did there too. But like, just e- even thinking back to that baseball scene, like what, before we even see Pennywise, you can see Pennywise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like his white makeup, you can see his like face as she's approaching him. Yep. And it's like, fuck dude. It was yeah, so, yeah. It was so unsettling yeah. is what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 There, the gripes that I got with film, um, a, it was a long fucking movie. Three hours, like 15 it minutes. To me, it but, felt, but, oh, I felt every minute. Did you really? Every minute. There, there are scenes that went on way longer than they yeah, should have. Yeah. There were scenes that didn't need to be there. Um, I, I get that you had to put the, the cameo of Stephen King in there. I like that. I that was, scene. I thought that it was, was cute. It was, but it was unnecessary. Yeah, it sure. It was an unnecessary sure. film. The error scene. They didn't need it. Um, They could have cut it. It would have saved us at least five more minutes in the film. Um, at least five more minutes. Uh, and they uh, they just seem to linger on a lot of things that were just like I you could you could speed through this quicker right, and stuff right. like that. And I get the book's fucking massive. Right. It's a massive book. But still. But it doesn't need to be three and a half or uh, two and a half two two hours forty minutes. Yeah. Forty five thirty five minutes I agree. with with credits and yeah. stuff. Um, and there's a lot of like continuity, like not continuity, but like time jump stuff, time jump stuff. But for me, like things Pennywise was capable of and then all of a sudden not capable. Yes. Of. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean, yeah. things like yeah. that kind of got me where I was like, what? Well, they kind of played fast and loose because the book definitely got. The book's got a lot of detail into things, and uh, there's a lot of rumors. Um, I don't know how true they are. They could be substantiated and stuff like that, but Stephen King was... Uh, you know, uh, very productive. <laughs> very productive. Uh, uh, you know... Yeah, using some stimulators of sort um, while for he was writing that For those of you who can't book. see Twitch right now, which is everyone except for me, <laughs> he's alluding to the fact that I believe Stephen King was on cocaine at yeah, the time yeah, yeah, of writing yeah. the yeah. It <laughs> book. So there is some weird shit in the book, and I haven't read the whole book and stuff, but I've definitely like uh, watched some like uh, um, uh, walk walkthroughs. What the fuck am I saying? Breakdowns and stuff like that. Um, And they definitely did touch on some stuff in the movie, but they didn't go into detail. Like one of the biggest differences is the fact that uh, apparently when Bill looks into the deadlights, um, which Bev does in the first one, he gets transported to a different universe, an alternate or different Uh, universe. And he sees this giant turtle who represents good and it is this entity that represents evil. Yeah. And he, he understands how to defeat right. it after that. And the turtle is the thing that breath, uh, breathed life to earth and it carries the earth on its back. Yeah. Um, cause you know, cause you know, <laughs> um, weird shit. Uh, so, like, and that's in the book uh, that was not they portrayed do a in the movie. Deeper dive. They they uh, they do have, and the ritual chud 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 um, is in the book as the well. But it's Paul Rudd. It's yeah, yeah. It's portrayed differently yeah. in the book than it is yeah. in the movie. So it does do like Things some like sort time of cosmic stuff. Yeah. Time restraints, and they can't really like 
trying to explain that shit in on film is almost ludicrous. Right. Um, because like if you're reading it, reading it, you can forgive stuff a lot easier than you can like See, trying to visually see it. On especially the like especially when you have you know actors portraying those things and they're yes. saying shit. Like yeah. I even thought the the ritual of chud was like okay but yeah oh you know, did I, so did i like i was sitting in the theater i was like when they brought like it the up first 30 yeah. minutes of that film when he starts bringing out that shit and breaks out like the lampshade i was like okay yeah. buddy yeah and mike felt like such a mental patient to me he yeah he was like i thought he was certifiable right <laughs> like i'm okay with that yeah but allude to it you have three fucking hours yeah. you know what i mean and yeah. you waste time putting like uh whatever I don't remember what song was playing over the uh, leper puking. Oh, ball. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, There are so many moments. That was another one of my big gripes with this film. It fucked with its own tone so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, Like, the first It chapter, uh, It chapter was one. scary when it was scary. Scary, and scary, and funny, funny. funny when it needed to be. And it yeah. wasn't like it was, yeah. like, trying to be a character of itself. Right. In second chapter, it felt like it was trying to be a character of itself. Yeah. There were so many moments that were supposed to be like super tenseful, tension build scary moments. And then you throw comedy into it right. for some reason. Right. Like the, the puking scene with the leper, like as soon, like that would have been like, I, I guarantee that it was one of those situations where the way they were cutting it and stuff like that, people just laughed and they're like, well, yeah. fuck it. Let's just, we'll just make a, it funny. Hang a lantern on it. And they but put I mean, that you don't track need to, if we're going to laugh anyway. Yeah. Like I think a scene where the comedy was perfect was when they went into that hideout and hater was like, Hey losers. Time to yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was funny. Hilarious. That was great. Hilarious. That was great. But yeah. then there was other moments like the fucking, when they went into uh, the cavern and they're all seeing their own vision and stuff. And, uh, uh, Richie and Eddie were in front of the doors. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, they had yeah. been in previously when they were kids and they open up the door and there's a fucking Pomeranian standing there right. and they're like, they're making a joke about it. And it's just like, what? I thought I was watching Have a horror film. Have you forgot where like, you two are yeah, right now? Yeah. And he made lines like, and Bill Hader, like his performance was amazing. great. Amazing. Amazing yeah. performance. The guy can make really funny moments. Yeah. Pop. And he yeah. does in this movie. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like, I don't know if but I necessarily it came needed, at the cost, yeah, of, needed of him the to horror. do that. Like, um, I, I still, even with all that, think that it was scarier than in Chapter 1. I imagine how much more terrifying it could have been if, if some of those scary moments weren't undercut by humor. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because not a lot of people agree with me when I say that, that it was scarier than the first one. I, I, I think, think there might. were scarier moments in the second one, more yeah. jump scare moments. Yeah. I don't know if necessarily, like, if you're going over, all, like... If you went over with like a fine tooth comb, if you're going sure. with like what I would consider terrifying versus scary, then yeah, I would say that it chapter one is more terrifying. Sure. Because one thing that is, that was pointed out in a review that I saw, and I think it was Chris Stuckman review. He said something. Um, he realized there's an importance of the lens that you tell a horror story through depending yeah. on what the scary thing is. So in the first one, it's we accept the, the fact that a clown is terrifying. We don't think it's ludicrous right. because kids are scared of clowns. Yeah. It's yeah. something that's normal for kids to be scared of. Right. So we're more terrified of him then. But when you're an adult and you're like, it's just a fucking clown. That's not super terrifying. Yeah. 
I think I think mostly Pennywise being scary in the second one is more of like them starting to remember how terrifying yeah. it was. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, and I think that was a good choice because they did it through the lens of the kid, right? Not necessarily just the adult. Although right. there was some like actual like pretty like tension building terrifying scenes where it dealt with it as an or Pennywise, as an, yeah. And with the the guys as adults, like specifically the James McAvoy scene when he runs after the little boy in the fun house. Fucked up. That was a lot of tension. And you're just like, fuck, fuck, get to the kid, get to the kid, get to the kid. Oh, shit. He got to the kid. Oh, shit. There's Pennywise. What the fuck's going to happen? And then and then he starts smacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was weird, dude. So like there's moments where it's like that that was like, okay, that's pretty terrifying and stuff. That um, that scene I think was pretty brilliant too. Yeah, yeah. Um, when like he kept smacking into the mirrors. Yep. Yeah, that was good. We've all done that. Yeah. If ever went through a funhouse, we've all done that, and it's like, and if you you're not claustrophobic, that. you're gonna be claustrophobic in that moment. And then you remember that times ten. Yeah. Because he's freaking the fuck out. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, I I think. There's there was a lot of people getting mad. They thought this was like an allegory for Donald Trump. They thought I read an article. <laughs> what the fuck? I read, Why does it always got to go political? I read an article that was like Pennywise is clearly an allegory for Trump. Because uh, what did it say? I don't remember. What He's it a said. giant asteroid space alien it, creature it, thing. No, it was just talking about how like um, we got to kill this fucking clown you know? again. <laughs> I get it. He's got orange hair. It's not, and no, it's a hair piece. Just talking about how like Pennywise's goal as a person, as a thing, was to divide us. And Donald Trump. Oh my goodness! Is obviously shut the fuck up. Dividing us. So Ugh. like those things, I'm really tired of everyone thinking that movies have an agenda. I went to see It Chapter Two to see a scary clown scare people yeah and thus scare me yeah and i was terrified i left sweating yeah that may have been partially due to because of the hoodie that i had yeah you're maybe it was a bit big i could have done this one (laughs) this is a much lighter hoodie that i have um but that's what i got out of that movie was exactly what i went to yeah 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 yeah. you know what i mean so to me that was that was a perfect film because it was it was spooky it was funny it was spooky and funny yeah you know, and despite the scene, despite that scene with the dog being really like taking you out of the spook, yeah. I did laugh fucking hard. I did too. I thought you know it was funny, I mean? yeah, and mostly because it was Bill Hader. Like, right, the guy's gonna make me laugh. Yeah, like there's no doubt about it. The other it. one that I loved toward the beginning was when the kid like said, uh, "This is where the fun begins," or something like that. Oh yeah, and yeah. He's yeah. like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> he's like, he's just <laughs> shouting at this kid. <laughs> That I think is great. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I I I give it I give it a ninety. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm a C. I'm a C. You're a C. Yeah. You're a C. So probably just barely passing seventy percent. There you I'd go. Say. Yeah. Seventy-three, seventy-four percent. Seventy-four. Yeah. That's fair. I. It's just the length, man. Like if they would have tightened it up, it might be a different story. It might be a different story. I want to see it again. Not I'll probably end up seeing it again. Fuck that in theaters. No, but. no, but I'll, I'll probably see it again. Um, it'll just be down the road, and mostly just because of two people, uh, Bill Hader and uh, Eddie's character, yeah, Eddie, the actor that plays. Yeah, Eddie. yeah. I love that guy, um, and they both played off each other so well yeah. in the movie. I, um, I'd also, I, I want to see the supercut. 
if if the director doesn't make one, I'm sure the internet will. Yeah. And I want to I want I want to watch that. I want to watch the whole thing. Sit down one sitting. Yeah. See from start to start to end. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. Kiss me, fat boy. <laughs> One of my favorite lines. Well, that's pulled directly from uh, the uh, TV movie. Oh, I thought yeah. it was pulled from the book. No, it might be in the book, but that's definitely one of the famous lines from the uh, the the TV movie. Yeah. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will be back soon. The uh, time between our episodes won't be as crazy as they have been. Um, we were pro- we'll probably come back the next time. We'll be talking Downtown Abbey um, and a few other Call projects. Downtown Abbey one more fucking Oh, did time. I? I That was purely accidental. Purely <laughs> accidental. God damn it, Twitch. Downtown Abigail uh, will be next week. <laughs> I, I was laughing about that. That was a clever. That's clever. Um. But yeah, we'll come back. Uh, but if you uh, want to uh, follow us, you can follow us on Twitter at KNNerds or Facebook.com forward slash Know Nothing Nerds or just search in Facebook.com Know Nothing Nerds and we'll pop up. And you can also snail mail us at Know Nothing Nerds at Gmail. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to this, uh, yes. this channel on all the uh, podcasting platforms minus Spotify. Because those fuckers want our money, and uh, we're too. And we're cheap not dishing out. Nope. Yep, we're too cheap to pay out right now. <laughs> um, we already pay for SoundCloud, so we'll we'll just deal with we'll them. We'll just do that. Um, so uh, we will be back next time. Uh, we uh, we love doing this. We hope that we haven't dropped you guys off completely. Um, but yeah, that's it. There we go. Bye. Bye.